In today's episode, we're speaking to Samantha Hooten once more. Samantha is an international best-selling author, ghostwriter, and of course, a mentor. And in today's episode, Samantha will share secrets with us, tell us how we can leverage our stories to turbocharge our businesses. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, once again, we have the beautiful, we have the amazing, we have the charming Samantha Hooten. Welcome, Samantha. Hello, Gul. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. And we had an amazing conversation on Friday, on Friday feature segment, talking about your journey, which has been amazing. And if, if you haven't listened to that yet, go ahead and go back and listen to that Friday feature segment for Samantha. It is amazing. And it's a quite an inspiring story. But today, Samantha is going to be talking to us about how to leverage your story, your story to turbocharge your business. So, Samantha, you know, tell us um, before we get started. You know, why mm. are you the right person to talk about this? Tell us what it is that you do. So, it's been a very um, authentic path for me. So, it's very much what is where life has led me. It wasn't that I sat down one day and thought. All right, I want to I want to create this business. This is what I want to do. It was very much where life took me. Mm-hmm. And I think I bring that very much in into my work. Mm-hmm. So I always talk about working with the author first um, and looking at their mindset and their energy before we even go anywhere near the practicalities of sort of structuring and writing a book and putting a book out there into the world. So I very much work with the person first. Now, how to leverage your story to turbocharge your business? Why are we talking about this? Why is um, individual stories so important, Samantha? I always say, and does to everyone people, have it? Does everyone have a story? I know the answer to this, but I want yeah. to answer. You know, if someone's thinking, thinking, well, I don't know. I don't think I have much of a story. You know, I'm not really sure I have a story to tell. You know, tell us why is you know finding your story important, and and why does everyone have a story? I think I think with that question is, yes, everybody has got a story. Um, a lot of people don't think they have mm. because they're thinking in terms of quite dramatic stories, mm. as in, you know, some which some people have had, you know. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be me. <laughs> held hostage on a plane or what, whatever these things are. Yeah. yeah or, or literally thing after thing after thing is happening in their life. Now, if you've not had a life like that, people kind of dismiss their own story. But I always mm. say... You st- especially in business your story is your biggest asset because well many many factors but one of them is if you the, I personally believe the more vulnerable you are and open and sharing mm. of your personal experiences the more you become you more you overcome easily those objections of no light trust I was just saying this on, a, on another call because people feel that you know people read my book or when I've written very vulnerable posts on social media, they feel like they know me and they're probably even in another country, never met them. Mm-hmm. But a book, the intensity of a book where you've done that, 
you're very much people feel like they know you and that became apparent from the response I was getting afterwards it's quite an incredible thing and also I think one of the things that really profoundly took me I'm a most down-to-earth person but literally overnight people started to view me differently I always say energetically like own your book fully own your book you position yourself sort of straight away so I went from just as an example I went from having a business which I let go I was very quiet for several months not really doing anything wrote my book put my book out there bam straight away I started to attract clients to me literally immediately because of the no like trust and because people would align to you whatever story you're going to put out there so when people say oh I don't think I've got a good enough story or you know who wants to hear from that if you're a living breathing person you've gone through life you've got experiences to share you've got who you are as a person you know your energy your personality your message your voice it's all it's very powerful people dismiss it all the time and it's like there's so much potential there for it because people are going to attract you're going to attract your people through your message through your it doesn't have to be a dramatic story there's ways of finding you know messages and pulling that out of your story teasing them out and writing a really compelling book wonderful so First of all, as everyone has a story. Now, the second would be, what are the steps to leveraging your story? And mm. and I think, you know, if you want to explain a bit more, how could that turbocharge the business? So how can someone's story turbocharge the business? So in terms of, are you meaning in terms of how we, we do it, how we write it? Yeah. Is that so, what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for example, when I wrote my story, how could, you know, I've got my book out, how can that help me mm. in my business? Was as we've said, you've got the no like trust factor. So mm-hmm. obviously I've read your book as well. So you share a lot of personal, very personal story in there. Mm-hmm. So me, as an example there. So when I was reading that, I didn't really know anything about you before that. Yeah. Um, you'd been introduced me and this is what what you what you do, but I knew nothing of you. I very much connected with you in that story because when someone shares a story like that, you identify parts of yourself with parts of their story. Exactly. I very much did. Single mum, tick, that was me, still am. You know, you, you'd been through uh, abusive, neglectful relationships and things like experiences. Tick, I can identify with that. And, you know, you keep, it's like a tick book ex- exercise almost. And it's, so by the time I'd come to the end of your book where you've shared, um you'd shared a lot about sort of like the money mindset the energy healing type of work that you you offer I I felt fully aligned with you but it was it was that the pre the story bit that really connected me to you Mm -hmm. I'm sure I would have found the other information really powerful but I wouldn't have had that strong personal connection to you because I was already like thinking well she's my kind of lady because I, I can identify all of these things and then you know obviously I ended up working with you as well yeah so I read your book and I just thought this is you know I totally get this I like what you're saying I'm sure I could learn and work with you and so I did and mm-hmm. you know it's literally it, it is so powerful but had I not read your book I wouldn't have had that connection with you 
And I'm so, so glad that you shared that personal aspect. So I think in, if you're doing sort of like coaching or any kind of transformational work, I do think the more that we know about that person, we can align with them. And it, it just makes that whole process so easy. Agreed. I definitely agree. I think this is the reason the reason why I put that chapter in um, in my book, which was my journey and reason why. I'm, I mean, I, I always think, you know, there's there's so many people out there who can regurgitate whatever whatever else is in the in the books before because there's only so many the, the concept the universal laws the same the yeah. main laws are the same you know they've gone yeah. through ages you know whether it's when you read through Thomas Thomas Stewart or you know Charles D Waddles you know um, uh, you know or uh, sorry, Charles Fennell or Wallace D Waddles uh, you know there's the, you know these big thought leaders they they they're standing on the shoulder of giants before mm. them. So there's the concepts are very, very similar. Mm. It's just how you present them and yeah. whether you're qualified to present them. Because a lot of times you can read all yeah. this material and then just regurgitate and not really apply them to yourself. Yeah. I think this sharing your story shows you how you implemented it in your life and how yes. you came through the end. I think this is where my story was important to show yes. people that I'm not just telling you things that I've read in a book or in a course. I've lived through this journey and it's brought me from X to Y, to Z, to where I am right now. And yeah. this is why I know these laws work because I've lived through them. And yeah. I think that these stories are so important to allow your audience to connect with you, especially mm-hmm. if you're a service-based individual. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even, when, even if, as a, you know, for example, if you do uh, make other products, for example, if you make, um, you know, candles, which have, you know, I know people are making you these new type of candles, which are intuitive and they have these mm. properties and so forth. Mm. Any kind of thing, any, any way you're, any kind of product you're making, if you're solving someone's problem, mm-hmm. people want to connect with you, you know, that mm. you know how to solve their problem, either yeah. through your services or products. And the best way to convey that message is to, yeah. you know, convey your story so they can connect to you as a person through yeah. your story, exactly what we mentioned. And that's how they, you know, they see you as a person rather than as sometimes I think people, when you're in the, in the live media, like you become a celebrity and that's not what you're aiming for. You're aiming no. to be just this individual who has overcome certain uh, obstacles yeah. and for people to build the light, you know, the light factor. Unfortunately, people want the fame, but it comes with a heavy price because then people disconnect from me because you're just some high mm. mighty person at the, uh, at the top. How can you possibly relate to my story? Whereas if they know your journey, then yeah. they can take inspiration from it and know that you were there at some point and you, you know, so if they can be where, they were, where you were at one point and now somewhere else, you too can make that shift and make that leap. I think this is where, this is the reason why so many people came to you because you're able to heal mm. through your story. Mm-hmm. You're able to show them that they too can heal and they right. too can work through it, which is a phenomenal place. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. What would be your, you know, what would be the steps to creating? So how would you go about helping, for example, if I had come to you and yeah. said, uh, Samantha, I need to talk through my story, but I don't know how to present it. How mm-hmm. do you work with your clients? How do you yeah. bring that story out of them? Yeah, so I have I have two sort of, um, two two programs. 
One is purely to write a life story, like a memoir or a snapshot mm-hmm. of someone's life. And the other one is more, I call it a transformational book, which right. does include some story as well. But it's also to share um, if you're a therapist, for example, so you can share your knowledge, your expertise as well. But very much the same at the start, both of them. It's looking, again, it's looking at the big picture. Just saying to a new, had a new lady start with me this morning. So gone through all of this. And I said to her, okay, so you've come to me. I'm going to guide you to write a book and put a book out into the world. But it's about so much more than mm. that. It's about what the book can do for you, what the book will do for other people. So we look at the big vision. Where is it they want to go? And then we we, we bring it back because I believe I like to work backwards like that. Um, so we look at the vision. We look very much at who they're writing the book for. If you're trying to write and please everybody, you're going to dilute your message right down, like like with marketing, very much the same. You want your book to be a really compelling and potent message. And then we look at what is going to be their USP. So what's the angle of the book? Because, yeah, there's going to be tons of books out there already on a, on a similar subject. Every book is going to be unique anyway because people's personality, their stamp on it, their message and their experiences. But we do also look for like an angle. So just to give you an example, like with my own book, there's a lot of books out there written all about things like abuse, neglect, mental health. My angle was to come in from, um, and again, this felt very natural because I am invisible. That was a lifelong feeling. I'm invisible. So the book cover's got, there's a picture of me when I was a child and we've taken the face out. So it's quite a potent image it grabs people it's called the invisible girl but then it's got so it's people instantly connect to that and think oh my god I know that feeling so it's the feeling we tapped into the feeling so we look for the angle for the book um, and then from there we look at again very much the next focus is on the author so we're looking at things like we set intentions for them what are their intentions we look at the getting them in the best possible state to write their book so they may be feeling a bit nervous, they may be excited, whatever it is, we want to get them in the best possible state to write this book because a book doesn't just write itself, it is quite a big project, doesn't have to be overwhelming though, so we get them in the great state. So we look at things like their environment, when they're going to write, how they're going to do it, all of these down to what they're wearing and what they're listening to. So we go into detail. I love session, session two is one of my favourites. And then the tools that they can use to keep them on track. Mm. So affirmations, mantras, all of these different things we use. And then we go into the structuring of the story. So largely depends on which sort of program they were going with, but it's got two very specific structures. Memoirs, very much sort of like there's two different routes to take with that. So you can either work in sort of like a longer timeline or you can go with themes. So I, I guide people through that. The other transformational books, very much about connecting with your reader at the start, what both books are. But then it's, it's a very specific way of sharing your lessons, but weaving your story through throughout that as well. It, yeah, it's a beautiful process. Also help people keep accountable. That's a big, big part of it. So there's some cracking the whip with people <laughs> in the nicest possible way. You know, you get a lot of support. So you be your biggest cheerleader. 
But then also we look at a lot of limiting beliefs as well, do a session on that, um, because it's amazing what things come up for people, particularly when we get towards the end of the book and it's about to get real. You know, the fear of visibility is very real for a lot of people. Oh, gosh, do I know that? (laughs) And I thought I'd worked on it. So when my book was about to come out, I was so stressed. Mm. I've never been so stressed for anything as I was for my book. And I think my biggest fear was, well, people think I'm stealing from someone else. That was one of my things that, you know, these are all my things. But, you know, and that fear, by the way, still played out. Even after it being completely um, uh, authentic and real, people are still going to say, oh, but you're copying X, Y, Z. Well, they're talking about the same things that I'm talking about. So, of course, there's going to be similarities, but I've not picked up the, it's not talking about, you know, the neurons. You can only talk about neuron in a particular way. You can't talk about it in a different way. But obviously, how I describe the neuron, how you describe it, we, with, with different with in different terms of energy and words. But we're talking about both talking about neurons, right? That's the same thing with laws. But um, but I had that biggest fear that people people think I'm being inauthentic and so forth. All sorts of fears come to the surface, and it really surprised me. It took me by surprise. I have to say, the amount of fear that comes to the surface with yeah. releasing your book. I see it all the time. I have yet to work with someone who's not had a fear. Different different degree. I've had people where it's literally paralyzed them. They can't. And we've had to do a lot of work on their mindset. Mm. My, because I did mine really fast, I didn't really give a chance for those fears to quit until afterwards. Mm. Came in afterwards, the day before my book launch. I remember ringing my mom and saying, what on earth have I done? um you know oh my god my story's out there tomorrow and it's like I can't stop it now but it's like I, I so I really get people to again the vision and what's on the other side of that because for me a big part of this is freedom as well because mm. if you know when you face these fears and work through them there's a lot of freedom to be had on the other side and that that yeah so it's so liberating and mine literally did strip me of a lot of the guilt and shame I'd held for years Mm. you know 40 odd years carrying this stuff around and all of a sudden it was like put it out to the world it's like literally I've let it go I put that heavy load down you know most of that went it was quite incredible because for me again like things like shame and guilt the more secretive they are that it fuels them and so it's like so liberating to put it out to the universe. So, and it wasn't even anything really bad. It was things I'd built up in my mind. So I always say a book as well, it's a massive self-development exercise. I don't think there's anything greater than writing a book. If you're self-development, you know, you have to overcome a lot of things along the way. So yeah, dedicate a session entirely to that. And then people can use that for all the different things because that imposter syndrome really does step up for a lot of people but I think I think as but what really helps I think with that as well is when you do write and share about your story because I quickly share this it's very interesting I had a lady who's a therapist she's a coach she's very highly qualified reach out to me when she saw me put my book out there and she said to me at the time she said, I wrote a book three years ago. I trademarked it. It was, you know, this whole uh, sort of technique she'd, she'd sort of put together to help people with losing weight. She'd gone through, uh, published a book. She had a program attached with this book. She'd not been able to share that at all. She was pe- paralyzed with fear. The imposter syndrome was so strong in her. Mm. 
said, anyway, I've seen what you're doing now. I feel you're right for me. Let's 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 do it. I know I can do it now. It didn't. Second session, she was in tears. The same thing coming again. Mm. She was so fearful. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I think you need to write about your story. I said, I think you really need to own your story, your experiences and everything that happened. And you know what? She did. And, and, and she went through and she put this book out there all about her story. And she'd gone through an awful lot, which is what made her want to become a therapist in the first place. Mm. And she absolutely she blasted her, her imposter syndrome. And she got the book out there. She fully owned it. But she recognized how much the imposter syndrome had held her back. So she's now created all of her businesses is around that. Mm-hmm. So it was the making of her, really. So she's out there helping other people with that now. So that that was just great. So once you once you get through that, I, I help people with writing techniques with different things to make, you know, boring copy, turn it into exciting copy. We go through all of that. And then towards the end of the programs, I teach people about the marketing side of their book, selling their book, PR, and the next steps you have to take, how to write great blurb for your book, all of those sorts of things. So it's about fully comprehensive. Wonderful. And I'm, I'm going to come back to this point that, uh, you know, we, we did say that, you know, this book can le- you can leverage your, you know, your mm-hmm. story to turbocharge your business. But yeah. I think there's a hidden message in here that when you do uh, work through your story, not only do, will it help you in terms of attracting clients, it will help you to heal inside of you some certain wounds which you may not be aware of. As is the example of the lady you just mentioned, who when she worked through her imposter syndrome through her story, mm-hmm. she was not only able to, you know, you know, create a business around that and know that there's other people out there who need the help as well, who may be amazing and fabulous at what they do, but they're holding themselves back because of imposter syndrome, which which plagues so many people. Mm-hmm. And imposter syndrome basically comes and bites everyone's backside mm-hmm. at some point in time. This is you know, just 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 mm-hmm. given that we all have to work through imposter syndrome to some sort of degree. Mm. But it's amazing that she was able to create a business around it because she realized mm. that was the major block for her in her success, mm. even though she's amazing in what she does. Yeah. This is another way that it will help you to, uh, you know, to turbocharge your business because most of the time people don't understand. It's not the strategy. It's not the business. It's not the, the clients. It's not your team members which are holding you back, especially if you're a service-based individual, actually any business owner. It's you, the main person, the CEO, which holds your business back in some form or the other through your energetic blocks. And if you want to have a fabulous business without the boom and bust cycles, there's some people out there who create these amazing businesses, but they haven't worked through their blocks. So they go through continuously through the boom and bust and boom and bust and boom and bust mm-hmm. cycles. And it's it's very obvious to them. They're, they're constantly on this roller coaster of either creating or busting or creating or busting. And it's it's a shame that they still haven't recognized that they have to work through the inner blocks to stop those these cycles and actually enjoy the success. Because yeah. entrepreneurship is hard. Let's, let's be very real about it. But it doesn't need to get any harder. And once you build success, you can build momentum around success rather than starting from scratch every few years, which a lot of these entrepreneurs do end up doing. Yeah. Working through your story would definitely help you there. Well, on that point, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us again, Um, Samantha. Samantha, how can we connect with you? If somebody wants to work with you and wants to hire you to, to, to help them write the story, how can they connect with you? Sure, yeah, I've got a contact page on my website, which is 
www.samanthahouten.co.uk. Um, also on Facebook, you can connect with me via my personal profile, Samantha Houghton, or my Facebook page, Samantha Houghton, Memoir Mentor and Ghostwriter. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that, Samantha. And so, Samantha, uh, you know, thank you for sharing your exper- ex- expertise and thank you for sharing your story. Hopefully we'll have you back and at some point later on in the year to uh, for another um, episode of Money Talkies for today. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you for listening to me and Samantha today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest and picking their brains and finding out how you and I can both build a better business and bring more abundance into our lives. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.